there's too many people that are isolated in trying to do good work for God. They're all trying to figure out how to market Catholicism in a fresh way that actually engages people. So we tried it the first year, had tremendous success. It's exciting. I'm having fun. I'm meeting a lot of really great people. I have been to all of these shows over the last year, and by far this is my favorite. I want to emphasize the importance of what you're doing as lay apostles in the CMN. The Catholic Marketing Network has a service that the marketplace needs and the church needs. There's the distribution of a lot of Catholic religious items, but most of the people you talk to, they say, well, we really come for the networking. It's a great joy to be here. In fact, it was almost 10 years ago that I came to the Catholic Marketing Network for the first time. There was a friend and I putting out sacred music. St. Ignatius Press picked it up and they showcased us. and. Before you know it, we had sold 20,000 copies to people like you. And that sprung board a company that now has reach in about eight different countries. I found really good and you know very interesting because I like when people come from everywhere and we can learn a lot. We come to show something but they show us too, so that's, uh, that's amazing. This is always one of my favorite, favorite, favorite events. I always love coming here and being here because it's, uh, it's such a synergy to be around like-minded people with the same ideals, the same love for the church, so it's beautiful. Welcome to the Sowing Hope Podcast. This is a show all about implanting hope in our hearts. I'm Bill Snyder, joined by my friend Ann DeSantis. We're glad you're here for our uplifting conversation about faith and how it sustains our hearts through all the seasons of life. Thanks for walking with us. And good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sewing Hope Podcast. I am Bill Snyder. It's great to be with you. Thank you so very much for tuning in here on Patchwork Heart Ministries' YouTube channel and our podcast channel. Thank you for being here. It is uh, another week here, uh, wrapping it up and headed toward uh, Father's Day weekend, but we don't want to uh, get there too soon because we have a great show for you all. Uh, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Ann DeSantis. Ann, how are you? Good, Bill. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm excited about this podcast. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's uh, always fun to be here sowing hope on the airwaves. That's right. We have two amazing guests. Now, I'd love to read their bios because there's so much to learn about our two guests, which are Patrick Walsh and Eli Wenger. And I'll start out with Patrick. He's the Director of Programs for Catholic Social Services in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. Martha's Choice Marketplace, the largest food pantry in Montgomery County. He lives with his saintly and patient wife and four little children in Pottstown, PA. When she's not caring for four children under eight, she gives Patrick all his best ideas and helps him stay organized despite overwhelming odds. After graduating from Cabrini University in 2010, he taught middle school English for two years before joining Catholic Social Services 
in 2015. He's written for Catholic Philly over the past few years and is now learning how to grow food at Martha's Community Farm in Audubon, PA at the former St. Gabriel's Hall campus. The farm, like the food pantry, convenes people from all walks of, of life to come together in service and love for their neighbors. He's blessed to be surrounded by the most amazing team of volunteers ever to run a food pantry, many of whom are clients of the pantry, as well as phenomenal staff team and creative partner and co-director, Eli Wenger. In his spare time, he's trying to learn to pray better than he did yesterday and to see God in everyone. And I love to read Eli's bio as well. Eli Winger is the director of operations for Martha's Choice Marketplace and Community Farm, as mentioned in Pennsylvania, with a background and focus in authentic community building. Eli has, Eli has pivoted from small business ownership, Steel City Coffee House in Phoenixville, PA, to running a food pantry that seeks to learn from, communicate, and, and help invest and build upon the best of community of the community it serves. He, he hikes daily with his dog, Willa, and can usually found playing banjo at any and all hours of the day. Great bios, and thank you so much for joining us, Patrick and Eli. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us. Yes, Eli, thank you. It's, it's a blessing to have you both here. And uh, why don't we start out with you, Eli? Just tell us a little bit more about yourself. I really like your bio and you like to play the banjo. And you mentioned the Steel City Coffee House in your, in your bio there in Phoenixville, PA. My brother used to play music there. My brother, Joe Morales, has been a guest on the <laughs> Sewing uh, and on the Sewing Hope podcast. You may or may not know him. He's also a I musician. Do. Do you I know do Joe Morales? Yeah, you probably I, didn't know I was his sister, though. I, I had no idea. It's a small <laughs> world, the way it all interconnects, isn't it? It is. I have to let him know. Maybe he's even listening. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that, uh, that's my background. I, I own Steel City Coffee House uh, for quite a few years, worked there and managed prior to that. So it's pretty much a quarter of my life was spent um, in one way, shape, or form, running that coffee house. And, um, one of the amazing things about that and, and, um, sort of a, a real blessing in my life is, is that I was surrounded by so many different people from so many kind of different walks of life because, um, Steel City was a music venue. It was a restaurant, but really it was, it was sort of a community center more than anything else. And still is, um, it's, it, I sold it in 2016, um, but it's still going strong. And, um, it taught me a lot about kind of how, I don't know how so many different people from so many different kinds of backgrounds can really come together um, and build something beautiful in spite of the fact that, that, that maybe they see things from different perspectives. Um, when they come together there, it, it just, uh, I don't know, beautiful things happened. And um, when I sold the business in 2016 and Patrick, who I met at Steel City, um, reached out to see if I was interested in a job and I was, um, it was just an amazing blessing that the same opportunity presented itself in this position as, as, as it did in, at Steel City. Amazing. Well, it's just a small world, isn't it, too? It I mean, <laughs> with the minute I saw Steel City Coffee House, I thought he's got to know Joe. And, and it's, it's, it's an interesting <laughs> thing how it all comes together. And uh, we're, our communities here are much smaller than we realize, right? I mean, yeah. and that's what you're both doing. You're serving. You're serving your community. Uh, with Mar Martha's Choice Marketplace. So uh, tell us about that, uh, Patrick. We'll go to you. Um, and I know that you're a busy person with your, your beautiful wife and your four children. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure. Um, well, I mean, I, so I came to the, the food pantry. I think that was a really, a really providential uh, happenstance. Um, you know, we, my wife and I grew up in, you know, in the area in Norristown and Bridgeport, and we both went to the same high school several years apart, but we ended up, uh, you know, um, you know, falling in love and uh, eventually uh, getting married at 10 years ago, exactly, in, in about a, a week or two. Um, and I started teaching middle school, and then I realized, like, that's definitely not uh, the way to go, for me, at least. Um, and... And I didn't really know what I was going to do. And I, and I, I had 
you know, I was off for the summer and I, um, I was, I was farm sitting at, at a Dorothy Day Catholic worker farm in uh, Wilkes-Barre that was uh, co-owned by a former professor of hers from DeSales University, uh, doc, well, both doctors, Larry and Carrie Chap. Um, I don't know if, if you guys are familiar with them. Oh, she's on, she was on the board of directors and Bill knows her too <laughs> for the St. Raymond Anatas Foundation. And oh, guess great. what? And guess what? She's also a good friend of mine too. No way. Carmina oh, Chap. Well. Yep. Mm -hmm. I've been up so, there to visit. As soon as you said Dorothy Day Worker Farm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's an amazing place. And she's a professor at the university, uh, at the college that I just graduated from up in St. Joseph's College of Maine. Yes. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. 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 Extremely small world uh, going on here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I was up there with with my brother uh, Kevin and my my four-year-old daughter um at the time who's now eight and and another like you know almost infant and uh we're milking goats and and i'm trying to like absorb the the beauty and and the and the peace of, of this farm and i was also like not very like religious at, at the time so i'd kind of like fallen away from you know the the church and i was like i was just in like kind of a, a a bit of a nebulous state and also like you know professionally untethered you know and um but i don't know so i, I was just uh on this farm with nothing to do but like do all this farm work and sit in larry and carrie's uh dining room was just lined with all these theology books so i just started started reading and and praying and thinking and talking, you know, with my brother and, um, and I don't know. And then, and then, uh, Catholic social services called me and said, Hey, we got, we got your resume. We definitely want to interview you for the job. And I didn't apply for it. And, um, <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> great miracle. Um, wonderful. Um, so, so I, you know, I interviewed, I, I realized that the person who had been doing the, the work to, to redo the, um, this, this nun's basement into a grocery store, you know, where people can shop for free. Um, I, I had applied for an internship with him to like install like edible landscapes in people's front yards or whatever. And like, he didn't really have money for me to do that, but he had gotten this job, you know, re revamping this food pantry and, and he had my resume and he applied for the job for me. So, so I went in and, and I interviewed and, and, and they hired me. And then soon after, I, you know, uh, Eli came. And uh, that, that's kind of how I came to be there. And my whole, you know, experience um, at the food pantry, like Eli said, like, like, like being in this like real community, you know, you end up like developing very deep relationships with these people, all of whom are, you know, very different than, than yourself. And that I, I think that can't help but be spiritually transformative. And so that that whole process um, was just uh, a, a process of, of, I don't know, like a, uncovering God much more and more mm -hmm. for me in my life. Um, and it's just been a, such an outrageous blessing that continues to be a, a ever unfolding story um, for us, everybody. Wow, that that is beautiful. I just feel that this podcast was all God ordained, right? I mean, uh, and I, I should mention the way that we got connected was that I'm on the board with Catholic Charities Appeal. And I think I told you, Patrick, that you were recommended as someone would be a great person to talk to regarding being the recipient. You know, the Martha's Choice is a recipient of the appeal. And that That's you're right. helping all of those people who give to the Catholic Charities Appeal. You know, they're making their their donations are making a big impact. Uh, Absolutely. Can you both tell us, maybe we'll start with Eli um, to begin with, um, tell us what do you, what kind of an impact is it making on these communities? It's, it's pretty mind boggling. I, mean, I come at, I come at this both as, <clears throat> as a non-Catholic, um, as well as, a, you know, a small business owner in my past. So when I walked into this, I just, um, I don't know. I, I had such a different lens maybe that than, than most would uh, in terms of what happens in this sort of community. And, you know, I'm used to sort of, you know, <laughs> running a business where just asking someone to do the smallest thing that you're paying is, is a challenge, you know. And then I come into this community of, of we have roughly, you know, uh, at the time anyway, pre-COVID, about 130 volunteers that um, 
I mean, we're just so from from so many different kinds of backgrounds, from so many different sort of perspectives that came, they were coming together to I mean, we process, you know, close to about um, one million pounds of food is what we distribute um, per year prior to COVID. And then last year, the first year of COVID, obviously, um, 1.6 million pounds of food distributed to the Norristown, specifically uh, a community as well as all of Montgomery County. Um, and to see, I mean, like the really cool thing about and we didn't I didn't have anything to do with the setup of this choice model. But one of the most amazing things about how that operates is that people really come together in, in a in a fashion that allows them to be who they are. And and the, the, a lot of the power dynamics that may have existed, um, I don't know, in sort of previous models of how food pantries might operate. Had, had been sort of removed with this choice model where people could shop for the things that they and their families need as, as opposed to be give, being given sort of a, a sort of, this is your box, you get what you get, you know, hope you can use as much of it as possible. This was a completely different way of doing things and it allowed people to really get to know each other. And so entering into it, I got to know so many people from so many, you know, different backgrounds who really kind of, this food was the difference between them making it and not making it because most of the families that we serve are working families. These are not folks, you know, like we, 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 we're, we're, it's not like a soup kitchen where the, the, the folks that we serve, you know, are, are really kind of, you know, maybe in, in a more, you know, acutely uh, serious, you know, type of poverty. This, these are folks that are, this is what helps them make ends meet at the end of the month. They're working, they're, they're trying to, to do everything they can to, to make ends meet. And what we do is the difference between them making it not in a lot of ways. And it's just been incredible to be a part of it. Marcus. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. And what a great mission. Uh, and, and, and I'm so glad that you uh, really articulated that so nicely, Eli. Thank you for that and thank you for the mission thank you for um creating uh a platform for people who are working hard to make you know i mean and, and here's the thing we all know people like that in our lives I, I think that's a very relatable thing i think it's an extremely relatable uh you know thing because i think many of us have been there probably you know if you're coming from a small business background i'm sure <laughs> that there were there you know there were more than a few times when you could relate to that uh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, especially for us in, in ministry, too. I mean, you know, ministries uh, like Patchwork Art Ministry or the St. Raymond Anatis Foundation, um, it, families that are out there working, that are doing good for the world, uh, it, it, there's some level of uh, God's providence involved in this, too, right? Like, are there any of the stories of the families that are coming in here uh, to talk with you that you have about, and either one of you can answer this, but just are there, are there any stories that you have from these families that you like, like where you see these miracles abound, uh, you know, from from the food you're providing or the things that are happening because of the ministry that you have, because of the great blessings that you're providing to others? So that's a good question. I'm trying to think of some specific stories, you know, overarchingly, one miracle that I, that I see like just like constantly repeating itself is people being, so we talked about the, the beauty of community where people are like coming together, that people are different than them. They're working together. They're yeah. experiencing one another on, on a more fundamental level, this you know, culture of encounter. Um, mm -hmm. But over top of that, like people are just coming together. They're, they're building friendships. Their support networks are growing. And so they, you know, they may have come to, to the food pantry relatively isolated Um you know, maybe they didn't know a lot of people or maybe they had a, a small circle of people that were their friends before. Um, but having, you know, become part of the family, so to speak, over the course of years, you know, their, their support network is is broad. You know, they got people that can give them rides back and forth to places, people that they can go to and be like, hey, do you know anything about, uh, you know, this, this this confusing thing? Can you help me with this? You know, mm. that's that's been, I mean, the most some some of the most, you know, amazing examples. I was just talking about Jerome. Um, yeah yeah you know we, we this one kid like came from across the street you know that the apartments across the street and just like started helping us out one summer um i don't know he's 15 or 16 and then i mean he's just like worked like crazy you know just like helping us like really was the only reason that we you know eli and i were able to do the cool things that we were beginning to do where we were growing things and developing programs you know that, that only happened because this kid showed up and he, and he was like, like taking care of 
of all this other stuff, unloading trucks, putting stuff together in the back, which is mostly what Eli and I were doing for a long time. Um, sometimes it felt like, but you know, by ourselves. Um, and I mean, we just like, you know, he just kind of grew up with us and Eli and I just, just went down to his, uh, to his graduation from basic training at, at Fort Jackson in South Carolina. Um, you know, he, he, he's in the army, army reserves. And he's just, I'm just grown into an amazing young man. I don't he always tell him the story about like how we ended up getting in, getting invited. Well, I mean, he just, <laughs> so, I mean, we, we've been following, you know, he's a really, he, he's just such a cool kid. He's from Jamaica and, and sort of, we met him as he was sort of kind of, you know, figuring himself out, coming into young adulthood, trying to understand, you know, you know, his, his mother uh, um, had passed away not too many years earlier, and he had moved to the United States with his aunt, who he calls his mother just by J- Jamaican tradition, um, but is not actually his mother. His mother had passed. And uh, so he was kind of figuring himself out, trying to, you know, cope with her death, understand, you know, who he was, who would he be coming in America for the first time, and, and trying to kind of figure all this stuff out. And um, initially, I mean, we were kind of a sounding board, I think, for kind of some of the things that he was going through. And, and, and over time, you know, I think he began to trust us. And I think one of the interesting things about Patrick and I is, is um, <laughs> we, we don't put on any airs. Um, we are who we are. And, and, you know, I have a gutter mouth and I'm going to do my best not to, 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 to curse. You're doing a great uh, but, job. But I, I <laughs> left to my own devices. It's, it's not a pretty. <laughs> but um, but I think he appreciated the fact that we talked to him honestly and we didn't we didn't kind of pretend we were someone that that we weren't or expect him to be someone that he wasn't, you know, and yeah. I think he picked up on that and we appreciated that from him as well. And so we, we I don't know, a level of closeness kind of form that was that was really cool. And he confided in us in, in a lot of the ways that he was changing and growing and, and learning himself. And um, so basically, you know, we, we, we followed him and he decided he was going to join um, the military and, and we supported him in that. And this was a means for him to pay for college. And that was great for him. And uh, and then all of a sudden I'm hiking in the woods um, and I get a phone call from Jerome saying, hey, I'm allowed to invite two people to my graduation next week. Um, I, I have five minutes before I got it give an answer can you do it <laughs> and it was oh, like it. quick try to figure this out and and we just said you know what just say yes we'll figure it out well you know because that means we have to drive down to south carolina on a wednesday and then drive back from south carolina on that thursday so it's like a 10-hour drive 12-hour drive either way but it's like we're gonna find a way to make it work because uh we just wanted to support him so much because he's just such a cool dude and um and we, we figured it out, you know, we got things covered and, and it all came together and, and we got to see him and it's, it's weird. He left last time I'd seen him, he was still a young man, you know, and, and now he was a man. Like you could yeah, just see how crazy. he was coming to his own and really kind of, I don't know, a, a certain sort of uh, strengths kind of came from him. Um, that was, that was really beautiful to see. You know, that's, that's a great story. And uh, I really appreciate it because uh, you know, I think you, I think listeners can really appreciate that and realize, you know, um, the importance of getting involved and and the step that he took, right? The step that he took, you know, uh, there might be some young people out there that are that are looking for volunteer work that are that are yeah. trying to find themselves. You know, do something very simple like walk across the street and help your help the local nonprofit. Like, and and that is such a great story because i don't think we hear a lot of those 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 stories there was so much pos- so many positive things that you, you brought up in there just the mentoring and the and a lot of a lot of the terms of uncling right like to be an uncle and just like bring people along uh, with you as part of your family um and and create uh this this beautiful um relationship with this young man uh who who learned how to serve right and now is giving the ultimate sacrifice for his country to, you know, to serve in the military. So, I mean, so many things you, you know, you guys taught him and, and the ways that he gave back to, to, to you and to, and to your mission, you know, I'm sure helped him to see um, life from a great perspective. So, so it really works on both sides, right? It's not just the recipients of the food that it's also the recipients of those people and those volunteers working hard and the things that they're giving to others, because, you know, yeah, it's it, it absolutely is. 
and so many of the people that come in in need of food are, are also volunteers. Um, it, it was a little less when, when COVID hit because people who are food insecure were, were really hit the hardest. You know, we lost we lost a, a bit of those of those folks, but they're 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 coming back now more. Um, and that's 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 the the other amazing part of that is that you know we've got you know people that you know are you know tr- truly representative of the, of the of the entire community that 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 we're serving as a part of the volunteer team and then we learn from them um and there's there's really like i, I think you touched on it a little bit there's the self-discovery aspect to to all of this when you know when you go and try and try to serve or whatever you know we we, we find we've tried to find a spot for everybody you know everybody has something to to contribute um and and in that act of, of serving the act of love you you find yourself you know that that's that that's a real thing you know that <laughs> I, I think it's part of the reason we've got 130 volunteers, you know, coming regularly doing this thing is because um, it's 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 beautiful on every level. It's beautiful on the level of, of, of service. We're doing this like tangible, actionable, desperately needed thing, you know, that 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 others are, are in need of, which is getting all this massive amount of food out in a dignified way. But um, but we're also um, so enriched by it on so many levels. Um yeah, it's, it's really circular. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and again, you know, I, I don't I don't see myself as, as particularly cynical. Um, however, I have my cynical side. And and so when I first started, I remember kind of like uh, putting together this list of trying to track all the volunteers and when they would come in. So we made sure we had this this crew because I'm used to, you know, again, you know, staffing people, making sure that everything's covered. And like with the expectation that getting people to do this this work would be a challenge. You know, these volunteers, like, we, you know, you have to keep an eye on these volunteers, make sure that they're, they're doing everything we need to do. And then like, not too far into it, I realized, oh my gosh, like these guys got it covered so easy. Like I, 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 I couldn't believe like just sort of the, I don't know, just, just, just how generous people were with their spirit, with their time. Like it, it just, I'd never seen kind of anything like that. You know, I didn't grow up in the church. So this was, this was something that was new to me and I, I hadn't kind of seen firsthand, you know? And so to witness, you know, these people like giving of themselves every single day was just, I, I, I still am in awe of it. I mean, I, I've been doing this for five years with Patrick and it still blows my mind how generous people are and, and how selfless they are coming together and, and doing this work. And every day, I mean, Patrick, you know, said it, you know, like we're learning something like an experience is happening that, 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 that transcends, you know, our beliefs and, 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 and helps us to kind of further just kind of be enriched by, by the community that we serve and, 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 and grow as people and grow in our spirit. And it just, every day, it just seems to just something, something new surprises me in a, in a wonderful way. Some, wow. some people, yeah, some people even come out, they, they like pay to like, you know, take transportation to get here. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, I have to say, and I've been enjoying listening to the conversation between everybody here, you know, Patrick, Eli, Bill, and myself, of course, too. And as the, as a board member, now I'm a new board member with Catholic Charities Appeal. And I have to say, for those who are listening, who are, who have found out about this podcast through the, the appeal, is that this is where the, the rubber meets the road. I mean, this is where your money is going to help all these people and to put food and on the table for people who need it. And as Patrick and Eli have both said, these are hardworking people who it, it is benefiting them and it is helping their families to get what they, you know, get the resources and get the food that they need to continue on. So I, I just want to thank you both from Catholic Charities Appeal and from the people that I represent from our Archdiocese of Philadelphia. And it's it's just so good to know that when people make that donation, that it's going to someplace that's really making a big difference for for the lives of others. Um, I noticed that in Patrick, um, in your bio, you said he's blessed to be surrounded by the most amazing team of volunteers ever to run a food pantry, many of whom are clients of the pantry as well as a phenomenal staff team and creative partner and co-director, Eli Wenger. Tell us more about that, about the people you work with and what is it like on a day-to-day basis? Uh, maybe we'll start out with uh, Eli this time. 
Um, well, for starters, I mean, like, uh, I just can't say enough about Patrick. Patrick is just um, one of the most beautiful human beings I have ever met in my life. And I just, there's not a day goes by that I'm not grateful just for him somehow meandering into Steel City Coffee House one time and, and us getting to know each other. Uh, truly, truly one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met. Um, and thank you for bringing me into this world. Um, and we've just been, I mean, yeah, we've just ha- we have this amazing crew. I mean, like we, so we, <laughs> we were actually giving each other a, a, a pat on the back <clears throat> a few days ago. Um, we don't do it often, but every once in a while we, we say to each other, Hey brother, we're, we're, freaking doing a freaking freaking i said freaking um we're doing a great job and 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 what we were referring to is 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 you know with with with, when covid hit um unfortunately a significant portion of 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 the catholic social services staff at our um uh, facility uh, had to be let go because some of the programs had to be shut down and so it, it it was it was kind of a devastating kind of thing uh and we've you know been able to grow the program back and we we hired you know five new people Right. Five new people, I think, total. Um, and they've just been amazing. And, and, and we were kind of giving each other a pat on the back saying, hey, way to go. We, we did a great job hiring these people because they're really just doing such a great job. They're unbelievable. Um, they're yeah. unbelievable. And, 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 you know, so that that is just such a, a, a weight off of our shoulders that allows us to do what we do best and, and know that all the bases are covered. And then you have these volunteers that just come from all walks of life. Some are parishioners at, um, at St. At, at, at Paul's where we're located. Um, some are just, you know, residents of, of, of Norristown and Montgomery County that are clients. Some are folks that heard of us, you know, through one thing or another. I mean, they, they, they truly do come from all walks of life and all backgrounds and all faiths and all belief systems. And they come together and they just, um, I don't know, they, they, they you know, we, we try, we do our best to try and make it an environment that, that feels comfortable and feels welcome to everybody who enters. Um, and then they come in and then just do this amazing job of, 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 of taking care of, of, you know, like I said, last year was 1.6 million pounds of food, um, that went out to our community and, and, and really they do it all. We oversee it and we take credit for it on podcasts like this, but truth be told, um, all we do is, is sort of help kind of arrange a few things so that they can just do this work and, and, and make it happen. Yeah, it's. It, it's 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 absolutely mind-boggling. We're just like the sound guys for the band, which is the volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's incredible. Tell us more about your volunteers because you, I know you said you mentioned how many. There's like more than a hundred, I think, right? Yeah. Um, well, they, they so you know Eli mentioned some of the places that they come from, but. Um, yeah, so they're coming from di- disparate places, lots of Catholic parishes around the area. We took out an ad with John Patrick Publishing for like the bulletin at, at St. Paul's to like say, thanks, guys, for all yeah. your all your help. And the, the sales team started volunteering um, from the publishing company. <laughs> and then they got all their friends at St. Eleanor's to, to like volunteer. So now like half that parish is, is vol- it's crazy. Um and, you know, the, the neighboring parishes, you know, people get excited and then their friends get excited and then, and then they bring them. Um, and then they're working alongside people they, they never would have met before um, unless they, like, bumped into them, you know, in, in the food pantry here. A lot of amazing senior citizens um, who have been volunteering with us for, for a very long time um, who go to great lengths to come out to, to come here. I mean, so, like... I'm thinking about like Rita, like, so, so this, this amazing woman named, named Rita, you know, she, she had been, I guess, coming out probably for years before I got there. Um, and then she's like coming out faithfully. She doesn't drive. She was taking, you know, transnet to come out every single day, you know, paying for that, dealing with that. And I'd be rushing there trying to get there early in case they dropped her off early. Now she's sounding cold, but it doesn't matter. She's out there doing it. Um, and I would remember like, you know, Rita hasn't come back since because I think she, you know, it was, you know, concerned about you know, some health things and stuff like that. But I but I miss her. I miss her deeply. We used to pray together on Friday mornings, like before everything started. There's not nobody else there. And that was that was such such a such a peaceful and, and invigorating thing. You know, and Anne is 98. She <laughs> she she's I remember one day I, I needed to make some extra money. This is like four years ago. And I was like shoveling snow all night. And so I, sh- I didn't go to sleep. I showed up to work at like six in the morning 
and I shoveled out there um, because the, the shoveling people didn't get there yet. And I was a little bitter about that. But then, <laughs> then it's it's eight o'clock in the no, it's like seven thirty in the morning, and Ann pulls up. In this, like, the snow had fallen to such a point where, like, should we cancel? I don't know. But Ann pulls up, 98 years old, trudging through the snow, unshoveled parking lot. She's like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, my God. She actually helped shovel at 98 years old? I asked her to throw the salt. No, no. I didn't. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> she wasn't shoveling. But she walked through the snow. Um, oh she's, she's amazing. And she's she's back now. She's uh, uh um, you know she she was out for the initial, <laughs> yeah. She was out for the you know, a lot of our seniors uh, um you know when when COVID initially hit and and we didn't know that much about it and and you know you were afraid that if you touched the same doorknob three days later who knows like you know right. so, so a lot of our seniors stayed home initially and and we had great support. Victory Church basically redesigned their whole kind of like staffing to be volunteers. Uh, at, at, at at our uh, with the child. Yeah, they needed to reroute their child care staff. Yeah, and they started volunteering up with us and uh, got us through the initial stages of the pandemic. But now that you know um, things are starting to feel kind of you know uh, approaching normal again, we're 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 heading that direction anyway. Um, a lot of our seniors have come back, and uh, it's 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 been really nice to kind of you know I don't know re reconnect with them after so much time and, 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 and see each other again. It's been, it's been really beautiful. Yeah. And they, and they've been meeting all, all the new volunteers that have come, you know, so many, so many new people. So it's just, it's just, it's another moment of growth, you know, with, because it was sad, you know, missing so many people for so long, but now all those people, a lot of them are coming back and, and now like 50 new volunteers that, that everybody's meeting. It's, it's, it's really a beautiful thing. Hmm. Yeah, I will say beautiful is the perfect word. The work that you're doing is beautiful, serving others. And you, you both came from different backgrounds, too. And uh, what would you say for the both of you? What do you like the most about your work? Well, let's start with Patrick. Well, well, I have to say I can't say any good enough things about Eli. <laughs> it's such a blessing to have to have um, a partner like Eli, you know, um, I, I, I truly don't know anyone else in the world um, with with his particular level of of of, of skills of, of just heart skills of, of of just patience and love and relentless um, joy that 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 he brings to people and and the patience that he has with me um, and 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 other people. Um, it's just yeah. Th- th- there's no way that I could. Um, do, do any of, of these things, you know, if, if, if he wasn't there doing that. And so, um, and being himself, um, and he's just a gift to everybody that happens across him. And so we're, we're, we're lucky to have him. And I, and I feel, I feel strongly that all, all of these other people that were, that were, that we're working with, um, This this whole venue of the food pantry is is a place where people begin to uncover their hearts. You know, like it, like you know, life like takes us in different directions. We get you know, you know, maybe maybe we get you know crud over ourselves, or or we you know, we can get um, sidetracked or, or lose lose track of ourselves. But but really, in this act of like of of, of working together and. Um, learning about one another and having genuine curiosity about one another, we we really find um, I don't know our, our our true selves. It's 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 something that you know if you you know are, are a fly on the wall at, at you know gatherings or, or parties or people talking to each other. Um, a lot a lot of I think the pain that people have is in feeling separated from other people and feeling you know alienated from themselves. And this is I guess it's kind of heady stuff, but these are the things that I see, like directly see it, like healed, like all the time in our work. And so that's what's, that's, what's so amazing. I'm just blown away that people are open to that. Um, I'm blown away that, 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 that to just see it all the time. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I pretty much agree with Patrick, you know, I, I really am a pleasure uh, to work with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
That's good. Oh, <laughs> uh, but seriously, folks. No, but, but he's exactly right. I mean, like, there's not a day that goes by that, I mean, like, you can't do this kind of work without confronting yourself on some kind of level. You know, you, you, you see all the things around you. you. Yeah. Say, say that again? It confronts you. <laughs> it does, yeah. I mean, like, you, 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 you can't do this kind of work and not have to kind of come to terms with, with your own things that you're going through. You know what I mean? And so, and, and the venue that we work in is, is, is such an opportunity to, to experience kind of the best in people and, and to see these, these, these transformative moments that inspire you and that, and that help to heal you and that help to teach you and that help to, to, to challenge you and, and, and force you to kind of rethink things, or at least, you know, uh, 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 better understand why you think them and, and, you know, so there, there, there's such a space to, to connect with others and, and really to ultimately then connect with yourself so that you can better connect with others. And, and it's, it's sort of this kind of like, you know, spiral that grows as you connect better with yourself. You can connect better with others and they teach you how to connect better with yourself so that you can connect better with them and, and continue to grow. Um, it's just it, it's, it's such a blessing to be part of that. I can't I, I mean, I don't know of any other place that that. You know, I'm sure there are those places, but but it, it, it's just such a healing environment, I think, for, for so many different kinds of people in so many different kinds of ways. And, and there's not a day that goes by that I'm not on some kind of level inspired by what I see and, and a better person for it. Wow, that's incredible. I appreciate both of you sharing. And we're, we get people from all over the place that listen to this podcast I'm here in the Philadelphia area and Bill is out in Wisconsin. And of oh, course wow. you, yeah. And of course, Patrick and Eli are, are in the Philadelphia area. Bill is a, a Philadelphia native though. He was <laughs> uh, born and raised here, but now he's out in the uh, Milwaukee area. Um, but tell us where Martha's Choice is located. And, and if anybody's <laughs> listening and would like to share the work that you're doing, tell us as much as you can about what they whether they want to be a volunteer or if they need resources where they can, you know, how they can sign up. So we are located at 353 East Johnson Highway in Norristown. That's St. Paul's uh, Parish in, in Norristown. Um, however, we're also at St. Gabriel's Hall, 1350 Fallings Road, Audubon. That's a disputed zip code. Um, I'm oh. told it's one nine four zero seven. Google will tell you otherwise. Many other zip codes are provided for that location. Oh, I'm yeah. to that right now, but um, uh, but most people know where St. Gabe's is. Um, we're we're farming that, and we're doing a huge warehousing operation out of the um, refectory and uh, dining hall of the St. Gabe St. Gabriel's Hall. Um, so we could we could use help with all kinds of things. <laughs> um, Tell us more. What, what should we ask for, for help for first? <laughs> we, we need volunteers for the farm. Yeah, the um, farm is, is, is taking priority these days. Uh, farming's hard, and um, we're just learning that. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, any anyone that likes to be outside and, and, and work in the soil, um, please come on down. Tuesdays, 9 to 5. Yeah, we're, we're and Fridays, 9 to 5. We're, we're, we're growing food for the food pantry, and we're also trying to create a space, again, exactly like we said with the food pantry, where people are coming together and they're able to have this experience together. At the farm, we get to do it in the soil. It's, it's all the better. Um, and at, at the food pantry, we really need lifting help. Um, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 9, 8.30 to 1.30. Um, we could really use a lot of lifting help, unloading trucks. Um, Right now, there's there's a staff of two 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 and a half people um, managing the direct unloading of 1.6 million pounds of food. Um, so we, we could definitely use help with that. Um, if you want to sign up to become a recurring donating Martha's Miracles member, that would be wonderful. Martha's Choice uh, Marketplace dot com. Thank you, you, Eli. Yeah, <laughs> I would encourage everybody to check that out. Martha's Place Marketplace dot com. Martha's Choice Marketplace. Martha's Choice Marketplace dot com. So thank you so much. Uh, now you both came from different professions before. Of course, Eli mentioned Steel City, and Patrick. I know you were involved. The two of you met at Steel City, though. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. T totally amazing. 
So what's the difference between what you used to do before and now what you're doing? Like the reward level, I mean, because I know that what you're doing now, you're really, you're making an impact for people who really need it. Not to say that when you're involved in something like uh, working at a, 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 a really cool coffee house and meeting some great people, but here you're helping to bring food on the table to people in need. Well, from my perspective, I'm pretty much the world's worst capitalist. And so being a business owner went against sort of my, a lot of my instincts for how I want to interact with people in terms of, um, I mean, there was, don't get me wrong. There was a lot of beautiful things about owning the coffee house and all the music and all the culture that went down there. But ultimately the limitation of that is the fact that I don't see things in dollars and cents. I, I see things in terms of, of how they build community. And sometimes you can build community and it doesn't necessarily translate into profit. And that's one of the tough things about, a business is everything's got to be viewed through the eyes of, of profit. And sometimes in order to achieve profit, you have to kind of go against um, some of your beliefs. You know, and Patrick and I used to have these, these, these to me, very memorable uh, conversations. I don't know if he remembers all of them, but I remember yeah. at least some of them talking about the challenges um, in his experience. Um, and I'll let him uh, uh, explain that with, with teaching. But for me, you know, um, I have this coffee house and I, I, I'm serving a lot of different kinds of people. And some of these people are really struggling, you know, and they come into the coffee house and, you know, you could come and, and clean up and, and we, you know, we give you some food or some coffee, but then some of them might start going around to my, you know, clientele asking for money. And all of a sudden my clientele is telling me, you know, like, Hey, this guy's coming around asking for money. You know, can you kick him out? And so now I have to kind of be the guy that is telling someone that needs help, get out of here. You're hurting my business, you know, which goes against, my belief systems but it's what i need to do in order to make money you know you know because i'm going to lose clientele they're not going to they're not going to come if this guy's here always begging for money and so those challenges of, of kind of how to live by the principles that i believe in while also being able to kind of make a living like i i just realized at a certain point that <laughs> i i don't know that i'm the right guy <laughs> to run a business <laughs> And so there were some challenges there, you know, that, that, that I butt, butt up against. And, and Patrick, I'll, let, I'll defer to you, but you had a similar or at least, you know, you, you had similar kind of conflict in your own job. Yeah, I, I, um, I had a lot of conflict. I, I, um, I, I, I think I will say anyone who teaches middle school in, in, in a high need school district um, should should. I don't know, get canonized and they should get like a Nobel Peace Prize or <laughs> because um, <laughs> I I was unprepared and did not have the full toolbox of skills that my my students really needed, you know, at, at, at the time. I um, despite my absolute best efforts um, and, and, and working 70 hours a week to try to like make this work, maybe 80 hours a week. Um, and that was really, really hard to, to like to take to like to, to finally be like, oh, I, I don't think I. I have the full thing of what these kids need. And that was really hard realization. Um, also, I was operating under imploding school districts. So like, it, it's hard to be operating under a, you know, second layer of like fear and crisis and chaos and um, uh, working working here. And and the, the way I, I will say that our jobs have 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 evolved over just the past, the recent past with with Eli and I being able to like co-direct this like majorly growing and sprawling operation um, has been so um, well the opposite of that you know it's 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 life giving and it's invigorating and I'm gonna I'll plug our boss here Dr James Black is is an amazing oh I know Jim Black uh, yeah is an amazing leader mm -hmm. um, yeah Jim Jim is just uh, so, such a pleasure to work under. And uh, really, really gives us an, an opportunity to flourish. Um, and he's, he's, he's not he's not paying me to say that. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it really it really is a joy. Um, and and getting to the freedom to, to 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 flourish in in my spiritual life. You know, like I have found God in this amazing way in this past year. Um, and, you know, having freedom to, to 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 pray with people at work, to to. To, to have conversations like that. Eli and I have had conversations that have like en enabled me to like to, to, to open my heart to, to grace in a way that I, you know, I may not have been before if, if, if it, if it hadn't been, you know, jarred or moved or, or uh, by, by conversations that, that he and I had. Um, 
so I, I find it a place that's like a, also like just a fountain of grace um, for people. Um, and, you know, we can help ourselves be open to that. So mm. it's great. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, thank you both for that. I think uh, there's there's a lot we can learn. Uh, and I think, you know, obviously you guys are doing it for the right reasons. You've you've uh, made the sacrifice to to take on this role, the roles that you, that you are taking on for a certain reason, right? Like, like, and it's, it's because it gives you life. It's because it lifts you up and it lifts others up. And I think, um, you know, service, Ann and I talk about this often on, on the show. Gosh, we just finished doing uh, the greatest commandment uh, episodes just a little while ago, like two or three weeks ago. We just finished doing those about, you know, loving your neighbor as yourself. And um, when when you can do that, when when you can mirror that uh, and, and that's exactly what you guys are doing. You know, you're you're loving your neighbors the way you love yourselves. And and that is a, a remarkable thing. And I and I hope our listeners uh, have, you know, I, I know that they have gained some great insight and some uh, wonderful, wonderful, um, you know, practical practical things that they can do i think you know just just by reaching out serving going across you know to to reach out to different nonprofits. uh certainly if they're in the philadelphia area certainly if they're in your neck of the woods to reach out to you right and and to um you know help help you because you can just see i mean we can see each other here on zoom and uh although our listeners can't but um but the fact we can see each other and just I can see how how you have just been so transformed through the work you're doing. I mean, it's just evident um, in, in in how, you know, you talk and, and how you uh, present yourselves and everything. It's just you're you've transformed through the work. Uh, and so I hope I hope that for everybody. I hope that, uh, you know, find the life giving work uh, that that God wants you to do. It's a beautiful thing. So, you know, just thank you both for, for your wonderful uh, service. And uh, it's, it's a pleasure. Yeah, it really is. I mean, Bill, you said that well, that I see that transformation too. I mean, and I don't know you too very well, just getting to know you here. and, And I'm blessed that I was introduced to you through Catholic Charities Appeal and my work on the board and some of the people that work for the Catholic Foundation of Greater Philadelphia that uh, that suggested you to to me to to an interview you because, you know, when people make a donation to Catholic charities, you know, sometimes you feel like, OK, where is this money going to exactly? And and I've only been on the board for like less than six months, but I can tell you this. I get to really see what's going on in our archdiocese and I get to see where that money is going. And it is a 501 C three. It's a nonprofit organization. that's helping people like the, the recipients at Martha's choice marketplace and, and, and the work that you Patrick and Eli are doing. So I just think that's an amazing thing. Um, if somebody is listening and they're thinking about making some kind of a donation, whether it be directly to Martha's Choice Marketplace or even to the Catholic Charities Appeal, would you have anything to say to them about, um, you know, how they're helping people? Well, they're help. They're they're helping us love people. They're they're providing a, a major major need in their communities. Um, you know, people come to us. You know. With, with with varieties of needs um but usually food isn't the only thing you know there, there's 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 a lot of difficulties people are dealing with in their life a lot of people majorly housing insecure the the eviction moratorium is coming up and june 30th and um who, who knows what's going to happen after that um pe- people are able to, to to meet dire needs by you know by donating and also contribute to, to all the 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 beautiful life life-giving uh goodness and, and, and grace that, you know, that, that we were talking about that we're, we're able to experience by coming together and, and doing the work. Yeah. And, and, and the work that we do, I mean, like it wouldn't be possible with, without Catholic charities, it just wouldn't. And, yeah. and uh, you know, as again, someone who, who maybe came from outside the church and, 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 and didn't realize how this, this operated. Um, 
I'm continually impressed, you know, and, and blown away by, by the kindness that, that we're shown and the, and, and, and the generosity of people's time, but also the funding that allows us to do like this amazing work and, and continue to grow. And, and it, it's, it's, uh, it's truly impressive. Well, you two are truly impressive. And I mean that in that sort of godly way uh, that you are doing God's work. And it, it really is incredible. I want to thank both of you for your service to others, to your service to our own archdiocese here in Philadelphia, to Catholic Charities, and also the Catholic Foundation of Greater Philadelphia, who also loves the work that you're doing. And they're also trying to, you know, do that fundraising to help the, what, the mission here. So yeah. uh, I, on behalf of all of those people, I just want to say thank you. And on behalf of also Bill and I both, uh, Patchwork Heart Ministry, and and you're being taking the time to be a guest on this podcast. We really do appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you having us and and, uh, and and getting to know us and getting to know you. Yeah. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Spreading lots yeah. of joy and hope. Thank you. Thank you so <laughs> yeah. much. No, you guys Thank fit you. into our mission so well. Uh, sowing hope into broken hearts uh, is our tagline at Patrick Hart Ministry. And uh, you guys certainly are just doing that. Uh, so, so thank you. And... Um, you know, I, I want to remind listeners while we just have a few minutes uh, that they they may have seen a ad for the Catholic Marketing Network uh, pop up uh, right before the show, and uh, that is a wonderful show. Um, it is uh, open to all ministries and all different outreaches of the church, and it's one of those things that is nationwide. <laughs> Some might even say global. Uh, people f- come from Italy to, to the trade show. Uh, this year, uh, it's it's held out in my neck of the woods, but uh, it has been held in Lancaster, Pennsylvania before. It's been held in Dallas, Texas. Uh, it's going to be in uh, Chicago, uh, Ju- July 27th through the 29th, uh, which is a Tuesday through Thursday. Uh, you can look for both Ann and myself there because we're going to have a booth uh, there at the trade show um, and the wonderful things that uh, are going to be happening there. But but just check it out. Uh, it's very simply catholicmarketing.com or catholicmarketingnetwork.com, excuse me, and uh, you'll be able to, uh, you know, sign up and take a look at all the many different vendors and the many different uh, people that are involved there. Uh, you know, Catholic Charities is certainly going to be represented at the at the trade show. So, uh, you know, you, people can reach out and help, uh, you know, Catholic Charities Global. And then, of course, reach into your own archdiocese. If you're in Archdiocese of Milwaukee, if you're in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, support Catholic Charities and all the wonderful work they do. Because as you just heard tonight, folks, uh, Patrick and Eli are doing great work, <laughs> just doing great work. Um, so, Anne, any last words here before we wrap up this evening? Yeah, Bill, thank you so much. And I would say that for any of our listeners who are going to be in the Chicago area, July 27th through 29th, that you come to visit us at the Catholic Marketing Network uh, show, and we will have a booth there. We would love to meet you. Come and meet Bill and I. Stop by. We're going to be interviewing people for Sewing Hope there, too. So if any of our friends are, are there in Chicago and want to join us, please do. And I want to thank Patrick and Eli for being guests. Please do come back again to Sewing Hope. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, you again. So much. Thank you. All right, folks. Well, you know, that's all we have for you this week. We hope you have a great Father's Day weekend. And um, we hope that uh, you and your families continue uh, to be blessed during this year. And until next time, from all of us here at Patch Art Ministry, the St. Raymond Anatas Foundation, and Fiat Ministry Network, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart and sowing hope into broken hearts. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sowing Hope on Patchwork Heart Radio. For more information about this podcast and our ministries, visit our websites, patchworkheart.org and andesantis.com. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at PWH Ministry or andesantis2.